Welcome to the family with Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. The perhaps insane Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brampernard. Perhaps. 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 Oh, I set myself up for that. He did. It was a we will be right back to kick things off right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tommy, I need a favor. What's that? Can you say Nissan Titan in that big Tom movie theater voice? Do you want Echo or not? No, Echo's fine. No, Echo, okay. Nissan Titan. Try it with Echo. Okay, wait a minute. This is my Echo. My Echo. I just paid a lot of money for this Echo. Nissan Titan. Man, that's brilliant. We have got a killer deal at our two Nissan stores, Coon Rapids and Burnsville. For this month, for the month of October, you can buy a brand-new Nissan Titan, which is just a badass truck, 0% financing for 84 months. Here's the only catch. We only have 12 of them in stock between the two stores. So, But 0% for 84 months on a Titan, that's unheard of. That's as long as your KQ contract. It is. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so when you get your truck paid off, you don't have to listen to Tom anymore. Yeah, and I don't have to get up anymore. That's brilliant. Can you say Nissan Titan one more time? Nissan Titan. That sucks. All right, I've got a quiz, just a one-answer quiz for all three of you. Okay, and then I've got to ask Andy a question. And then I have things to say. So well, we're, we're, we're busy. Loaded, we just, we're loaded for bear. No, we can't. We, can't. we have bear. no time to spare. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, the most watched video on YouTube, there's a brand new most watched video on YouTube. It was Despacito. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Despacito, Despacito was number one watched video on YouTube for a long time. Something just passed them by today. WAP. 7.04 billion views. WAP. What's WAP? That oh. song. So that's not, that's not the answer. No, okay. it's not the answer. Okay. No. Good. I'm glad. 7.04 billion views. Okay. What is it? It's going to be a no. trashy song for trashy people. No, nope, it. it's not. No. It it if it's not, not WAP, it's not a song. Huh. WAP. Why would you name your song WAP? It's WAP. I don't care. Italians can't be real happy about it. Wow. It's. I don't think anyone's anyway. something vile. Okay. Moving along. What is it? Because um, I have no idea. You ready? <clears throat> Past Despacito, the official number one song on YouTube, 7.04 billion views is A Baby Shark. Do, do, of do, do, oh, do, oh do, my God. Well, that makes sense because kids, <laughs> kids listen to things again, over again, and over. Again, and over again, and over. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> again. My kids have yeah. never been into Baby Shark. and. Oh, they like Pink Fong, though. Yeah, but they've never been like, 
I want to listen to Baby Shark again, again, again. Like no. they've heard no, it. They and they... That's one of those songs that gets in your brain for. Well, yes. they like Days. Pink, Pink Fong's uh, um, Pink Dracula's Fong. Wedding or whatever it's called. Mermaid uh, Wedding? Spooky Mermaid Wedding. Spooky on, Mermaid yeah. Wedding. On Get Halloween. On Halloween. Spooky Mermaid Wedding on Halloween. But that's like a. But that's a, you know, Fong's very into wedding. Listen to this. Baby Shark has 7,387,120,000 views. Oh, God. Holy it God. It's... Man, that thing is on fire. Pink Fong out of Japan, right? Should have invested Korea. in Korea. Should oh, have invested Korea. Okay. in it. In Pink Fong. Yep. Pink Fong. Pink Fong. And, and, the, and the song Baby Shark. Kids, <laughs> our, our grandchildren, Alex's children, Whenever I go, Pink Fong, they laugh like it's the funniest thing they've ever heard in their entire yeah, life. They sure, they sure do. do. And Andy, you should have been there on Saturday night after the kids ate some sugar and uh, physically attacked your father. I was. I took a video. No, no you weren't. Saturday. No, you weren't. Saturday. Oh, well, they so did it also on my birthday, so. It's all uh, they, they do. Was, yeah. They, they do attack, like to, bop, bop. That's like, well, and you encourage it. So yes. I do not encourage oh, it. You I wind them up, up like they know we're in my parents' assisted living and they came in to tell you to shut up because you had them. Laughing yeah. and screaming. You're so being hard. too loud. Remember when we were down in oh, Cottonwood, down, down in Cottonwood <laughs> for yeah, Thanksgiving last year? Kicked out of the assisted living. Room. I do remember that. <laughs> they're got kicked they're out like, Shh, it's seven thirty oh, for God's look sake. Who oh, to oh. Is that what it was? You didn't change your clock. Is that what it is? No, I didn't say the other time. So, Andy, uh, yeah, you did what is it when you're asleep, but you are, like, having an out-of-body... You're ex- not asleep. Are you asking yeah. Tevin that? No, Andy. Oh, I thought you were asking Tevin. He's a sleep expert. Yeah. Sleep expert, yeah, apparently he likes to oversleep. So you're not, it's the middle of the night, you're not asleep. Oh, you you're not asleep? I felt like I was made... I felt Jesus. like I wasn't asleep. I was in bed, and I was, like, having visions like I was awake watching this happen. During a, like, meditation thing. What's that called? Lucid dreaming. Lucid uh, lucid dreaming is when you can control it. You're aware that you're dreaming. Were you aware that you were dreaming? I wasn't quite positive because it was so weird. She thought she was having like visions, a like hallucinations or something. Yeah. Mm. I was like, I either have a brain tumor now or this is a dream. I think it was lucid dreaming. You can start dreaming before you actually finish falling asleep. Well, I woke up in the middle of the night and I played a meditation thing and they were talking about releasing things, you know, and... Letting things melt out through your pores and blah, 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 and their mattress supporting you. So I had, these dreams. I had these dreams of the <clears throat> balloons. I, well, I, I was watching balloons. I could draw them for you. They were so vivid. Mm. Rising up out of the bed from nowhere. Yeah, and then happen. And then the mattress, like, bubbled up next to me, and I had to, like, shrug away from it. And then another great big balloon came up from underneath the mattress. You ever telling my wife's mentally ill? <laughs> Did you do a bunch of peyote and then so that was be lucid dreaming? No, and I could like see Jude lying on the bed. Similar, but no, it's it's called hypnagogia. Hypnagogia, yes. Ah, I went to high school with Hypnagogia Jackson. He was a great guy. Okay, (laughs) Hypnagogia. Okay, Okay. so now I know what I was doing. Gogia. I don't really know. Probably gogia. Hypnagogia. Yeah. Hypnagogia. What? Why would I be doing that? That was just creepy. It just means you started dreaming before your brain finished the, the, the sleeping day, yeah. process. Yeah. I it's felt like I true. was not even really asleep yet, but maybe I was. Who knows? It just I've was. had it happen before. 
It was cre- it was it was weird. Like yeah. I said, I could draw these balloons. They were so realistic. It Super was a vivid dream. Crazy. The only place <clears throat> my brother Troy is still alive is in my dreams. Are you Every dreaming about him night. now? Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what God. are you dreaming about? That he's still alive and he's coming over to the house. Oh. I hate it. Because you didn't go to the funeral exactly. and you didn't you, resolve it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be said Floyd, for that. You didn't cry Floyd it out. Dead. What didn't the cry hell it is out that? like me. Just sobbing. Me, I, I cried. Out by, by I think myself. I cried the hardest out of anybody. <laughs> I'm usually the one that embarrasses myself crying so oh, hard no. at funerals. I could go to a complete stranger and just... Well, that's just a, yeah. waterworks. Waterworks. And weddings, too. Wedding. Oh, my God. Blow my nose a thousand yeah. times. And you had to wear like a mask. The loud, horrible kind. And so it was just oh, like God, tears yeah. in oh. your mask and your nose well, that was running. Well, a good thing. I, like, I, had, I, I, had a pl- I had a paper one, so it absorbed tears. It was kind of good. Still pretty gross. <laughs> I, yeah. I, was just, I had to take my mask off a few times, like side... It was like, I'm sorry, I can't. Well, yeah, I know. How am I going to breathe I know. with all of the tears? Yeah. Yeah, you really went to town on the crying. That's we, how I am. Well, funerals what do you are just expect? cruel. Well, they're no designed so that you I cry designed I know, I so that you can let all yeah, your grief that's out. The whole that's point. the point. And I cried this morning on the Peloton because the teacher said, I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started crying. You started really? crying on the Peloton. You don't hear that just enough? That just no, pedaling she said, away. She boy. said, I got like, I got like, no, I cry all the time. Yeah, you're, Constantly you're a cry, cry. baby. I'm like a happy <laughs> crier, a sad crier, a like grateful crier. Yeah. I can just like look at my dog and just start crying if I wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> so people, just wouldn't, like, so people wouldn't think so, but I'm kind of like that too. Well, yeah. Dad's kind of like that. Oh, oh my God. Are you of? kidding? Yeah. He can't even read a birthday card. He can't even read a card. You give him true. a card, he opens it up like this. And he yeah, tears like, up. That's I'm gonna read it, it later. Read it alone lies. later. Yeah. All lies. Big softy. Yeah. All lies. Yeah. I'm here to tell you. Have a collar. Okay. Yeah, and it's Polly. Polly, I thought you were in the Who's Cow. Spin dry. Ah, oh, that, start, that starts on Wednesday. It's not the Who's Cow, it's the Looney Bin. <laughs> There's a difference. difference. There's a big difference. Get it straight, buddy. So, where, uh, well, don't tell us where you're going, but so you're going in on Wednesday? Oh, I can tell you where I'm going because there's only like two in the whole state. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's called uh, New Beginnings in Waverly. It's actually oh, sure. Hubert Humphrey's old lake home. Right. That uh, the family donated it to uh, to help men with um, chemical dependency problems. That is a wonderful but thing. But you were talking about, yeah, uh, you're talking about dreams. Um, yes. Those can be so vivid and so strange. So when strange. I, I was in the hospital a couple weeks ago because of my alcoholism problems. And um, in the morning, I wake up, and I felt great. And I was like, oh. And they said, well, how did you sleep last night? And I said, well, really good, I guess. I said, I had some kind of a weird dream. And then they go, uh, well, you caused quite a ruckus here last night. I said, Uh-oh. what, did I throw a party or something? <laughs> they said, no, we had to restrain you. And I was like, what? And I, I didn't remember it at the time. I had to think back about it. And I remember... Like having this weird dream where I was like fighting with people and stuff like that, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was freaking real. It's and weird man, it's that's tough. That's the Lady Gaga. It's interesting because when I drink, I don't dream at all. When you drink, yeah, even just a little bit. It's supposed to interrupt your yeah, good it does. sleep. I don't yeah. get, I don't go into REM at all. Yeah. 
It's, it's not, supposed to interrupt. Not I always wake up in the middle of the night, like super dehydrated yeah. and wide awake. Yep. Yeah. If I've had more than two drinks, drinking like, does not help me sleep mm-hmm. at all. No. It's all at true. At this point, it's been 24 hours since I had my last drink. Good for you. Congratulations. You got, you got two more days and you I mean, when I, when, I had the, when I had the episode <laughs> there oh, at the hospital, wow. I mean, I was two days sober. And all of a sudden, they, I, and I have no recollection of it at all. When and, you were, they, and the staff at the hospital wanted to tell me what happened. They just said that I that they had to restrain me overnight. When you were in the hospital, so did they do that chemical detox thing to you? Do you know? Yeah, with uh, phenobarbital. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you know, I, that I'm sure can IV, induce yeah, all yeah. kinds of crazy dreams. Yeah, yes, totally. absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know, but other than that, um, <laughs> everything's going pretty good. All right, we'll I'm check going in. in and, um, yeah, I probably won't be able to check in for, well, they don't let you have phones or anything there, so you get to get away from me for about six weeks. Well, good <laughs> luck. Six weeks. Well, yeah, okay, if you get a chance before you go in, say hello, and otherwise we'll talk to you in six weeks, Pally. We'll be thinking of you. Oh, thank you. All right. Pally, all the best. You're, you can do this, believe me. If I could do it, you could do it. It's not a problem. Not at all. It kind of is a problem, but yeah, I can do it. <laughs> you can do it, Paulie. Stay in touch, pal. All right, thank you, sir. All, All right, right, thanks. thanks bye. bye. We'll be back. Special guest up next with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO from North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Absolutely. Real Fishing was started by a young entrepreneurial couple here in the Twin Cities. They offer guided fishing services during the open water season and ice house rentals in the winter. They came to us with a great idea for their business, but not a lot of experience in getting one off the ground. Now that they're up and running, they've told us how much they appreciate that we listen to their ideas for their business and help them work through all of the contingencies that could come. Knowing that we will be here to help them every step of the way with the capital they need. Yeah, they're not going to get that at just any bank. You need Bilski. Tommy, our whole team at all of the branches take pride in providing outstanding customer service and are ready to help our clients when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. The book is called Make America Good Again, 12 and a Half Biblical Principles. 12.5 Biblical Principles to Unite Our Nation, Restore True Greatness, and Reshape Our Political Rhetoric. Joe, I have to start out letting you know that I grew up a nice Catholic boy. And I met a family many years after I got out of school, and they pronounced their name Battaglia. And I said, once you learn how to pronounce your own name... Battaglia, correct? Well, it's Battaglia. Battaglia. The G's usually uh, silent. There's a story about that in the fifth grade when my teacher on the first day had everybody stand up and say who they were, and I said, Joe Battaglia, and she said, well, isn't it Battaglia (laughs) in Italian? In Italy, and I said, "Yeah, but we ain't in Italy." <laughs> <laughs> Off to the principal's office yeah. that first day. Oh. Of the so I was I a wise guy back then in uh, in the streets of New Jersey. So I learned. Joe, that's hard to believe. An Italian from New Jersey is kind of a wise guy. How'd that ever happen? 
<laughs> Never heard of it, I don't Joe. Know. You know, it just worked out that way. <laughs> My wife is so happy that you're on. She's all excited just for this line alone. Learn to cut through the toxic political rhetoric. My wife is ex- just excited. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody said it out loud. <laughs> I, you, must, you must be a miracle worker if you know how to do that in this world. Well, exactly. <laughs> there was only one miracle worker, and so we're just trying to follow him. And nothing wrong with that. What's it? What's it all about, Joe? I like. She really did. She got all excited to learn to cut through the toxic political rhetoric. And I, I'm ready to lose Joe. my mind. People are oh, so mean and horrible. God, people well, are mean. You know, the title "Make America Good Again" is not really a play off of uh, Trump's slogan. It goes way back to the French historian Alexis de Tocqueville. Uh, who visited this country in the 1830s to actually find out what made America great. And uh, there's a, a quote that is often attributed to him, although I can't find it in his book, Democracy in America. So he may not have ever said it. Right. But it's such a great quote that um, it's too long to quote now, but there's a couple sentences at the end and this is where I take that from. And, he sa- and the quote says that not until I went into the churches of America and heard her pulpits aflame with righteousness did I understand the secret of her genius and power. America is great because she is good, and if America ever ceases to be good, she will cease to be great. Um, whether or not he said it isn't really the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a fantastic way of looking at it. Um, and the idea of we really need to be a good nation. Greatness is about achievement, while goodness is about character. And somehow we have lost that moral character in our nation. Uh, and that's what I wanted to talk about. It. How do we look to restore that? What's that look like? And so forth. Yeah, the amazing thing to me, Joe, is the people don't care about lying right in your face at all anymore. They'll lie right to you. And if you say that's not true, they'll go, yes, in my world it is. Yes, it is. It's true. It's like, no, it's not. You know it's not true. The lying that they're doing right now is disgusting. It is. It's tragic. And I say that when you lose your moral compass, you lose your common sense. And that's why we can look around us and shake our heads and say, what are they talking about? Right. It doesn't make any sense, but that's the whole point. Uh, God has left the public square. And when that happens, the same thing happens to us as what happened to the Israelites in the desert, in the wilderness, when Moses left the camp to go up to the mountain and God left the camp. And what happens? Well, people do whatever they want to do. They make what is right in their own eyes, as Scripture says. And so that's what happens when... We take uh, that moral compass out of the marketplace. We lose our common sense. We lose all integrity. And this is the result of what we're seeing today. So tragic it is indeed. So why, when I was a kid growing up, like I said, I went to Catholic school for the first eight, year, eight nine years of my, my, mm-hmm. my school deal. And then we couldn't afford to send me off to Catholic high school, so I went public. And... When I walked into that first uh, class in ninth grade, I said, we learned this five year or four years ago in fifth grade. I mean, our, our public school system is so far behind that private sector. Um, 
but we're trying to tear that all down. We're trying to get rid of Catholicism. We're trying to get rid of Catholic schools. We're trying to get rid of all these different schools and make everybody go to public school. Uh, that's not a good thing at all. That's a bad plan, if you ask me. Well, it is a bad plan because that also has to do with choice, yes. right? Yep. <clears throat> and we know that the indoctrination that is going on in our school system, we see it now um, in, uh, certainly in our colleges when there is no longer any desire to have free speech. This is what my generation was protesting for. To say anything you wanted to say right. in the square yes. and on the college campus, um, and that's what I, the First Amendment is all about. Well, the problem, and many people don't truly understand this, is that I mean they hear about Marxism and, and socialism being brought into the country. The reality is very, very true. Part of the whole problem is when you see division between people. When you see it's no longer um, just us, it's all it's us versus them, right? So that foundation uh, that enhances tolerance is deleted from the public square, uh, you know, a lot in the name of political correctness. So people have to understand that, and it's probably too long to go into at this point, but there's a spirit that is unleashed in our land. And the spirit you bring into anything is the same spirit which is consumed at the other end by the people receiving it. And so the whole politically correct spirit, the whole spirit of socialism and Marxism, um, the whole point of it is to divide, not reconcile, not forgive. It's to create division. It's Mm -hmm. to create chaos. It's to create phony um, divisions between people, black and white and Hispanic and poor and rich and all that that was the whole purpose of its existence when it developed and that's why when you see it evidenced in this country now you see all the division and when you see that kind of division you know that's an anti-god spirit it's an anti-american spirit because our spirit is embodied in our national motto e pluribus unum right the one from many so it is the opportunity for people who are different to get together, that is the genius of our nation, that we're all different yet one, not that we're all the same in one. And so this whole thing that we see now going on is to create the un-American spirit that brought people of different nationalities and ethnicities together, and that became the melting pot. That's what we celebrated, not this multicultural thing that pits people against each other. So that's the problem that is happening in our nation. We are not uniting as a people. We are dividing as a people. And the things that they say, the things that, you know, all the loudmouths out there and all the, the movements and the things that are happening is to create this division between people, not tolerance, not true diversity, right. not reconciliation. So we need to what's going on, understand it for what it is, and reject it. You know, Joe, what, what threw me uh, down, I, I literally couldn't deal with listening to it anymore. And here's, here's the deal. I grew up 
in a, in a Catholic, black, and Jewish neighborhood. That's who lived in North Minneapolis, Catholics, blacks, and Jews. It was yeah. a very poor neighborhood. Some of the Jewish areas were doing better than the black and Catholic areas. But here's what I don't understand. All these white people out there, and I'm a white guy myself, even though most people don't know that. <laughs> but in any case, uh, all, these, all these white people out there are judging people now. We have to take care of the people of color. And I agree with that. I got no problem with that. But at the same time, they're worried about, you know, people of color, whether it be black, brown, whatever the situation, Native American, of course, you know, the indigenous peoples, all the rest of it. But they have no problem turning on the Catholics. And I don't understand. The Catholics in this nation were among the poorest people in the entire country. Mm -hmm. And they were not allowed to take part in Protestant things. Like when I was a little boy, I was never invited to go to Protestant things because they didn't like Catholics, right? Yeah. So instead well, of bringing I, everybody I understand up... understand that, sure. I mean, I grew yeah. up Catholic. Yeah. Right? And, you know, poor is a word that has um, no meaning to those who know they are rich. In That's a lot correct. Of other things, it's exactly right. right. 100% I mean, right. we grew up, my father was a shoemaker, so it's not like... You made you know, that up. I mean, you know... Uh, but we ate great because, you know, that's what they did, and we had family, and we 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 hung out with each other, and we loved on each other. Um, and I didn't know that there was people that didn't like their families until I went to college. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I'm going to do a test. I'm going to see if I can pass the test, Joe. You grew up Catholic. I grew up Catholic. Okay. Yep. Your father was a shoemaker, which means if you have an uncle, he's a barber. <laughs> Am I lying? Oh, the stereotypes are flying. <laughs> well, I had some cousins who were barbers. There, there you go. go. There you go. Yeah, touchdown, baby. Close enough. You know, my uncle worked with my dad in the shoe repair shop. Oh, okay. Well, that that yeah, but, I, but I did have a couple uncles. You know, one was a throwback because he married into the family. He actually was an executive with Borden at the time. Oh, okay. Uh, then my other uncle was a firefighter and owned a restaurant. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's a wonderful deal. The book is called Make America Good Again, Joe Battaglia, B-A-T-T-A-G-L-I-A. Joe, you're a great guest. You need to come back once in a while just to cheer us up. Oh, well, Tom, it is so fun to talk with you. Um, I'm happy to come anytime, and I just really appreciate you having me on uh, the, the podcast and to everybody who listens, thank you for your time and attention too. Yeah, I, you know, I never like to be happy when someone leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, thanks for your time today, sir. Great subject. Well, thank you again, Tom. Have a good day, uh, sir. I'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll be back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes.
Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Rock out, man. You heard me. You heard what I said. Hello, we're back. I know we're back. (laughs) What you settle down there? Meeting tater tots. Honestly, God, turncoat. Quit looking at your computer. No, I'm I'm looking at a story that I cannot believe. Uh, Chad Dukes got fired from WJFK-FM in uh, Washington, D.C. for saying racist things. And I just looked and saw what he said. I don't see how this is racist. He said, good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Oh, racist. racist. He had a a racist look on his face, I'm guessing. He had a racist demeanor while he waved. Well, he's got the last name of a racist, David Dukes. No, it's Chad. (laughs) So that's not that. What about Daisy Dukes? Daisy Dukes, there you go. Good company. Um, here's what I don't understand. Let me see if I can. What do you even, Well, I'm trying to find it in this story where he. I think t- Tom's they, just making it up. Well, I'm not making on. it up. I'm looking at his picture right now. <laughs> WJFK FM fires Chad Dukes for comments made on a podcast. And I'm trying to find out. I don't think they think have no his quote in us. here. No anyway. one can fire us. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing no one can fire us. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, apparently they didn't print what he said. But I saw what? it on uh, uh, the Washingtonian printed it. Get Andy on it. It's rather long. Does it? Well, who's he go after in it? What? Uh, basically, he just said communities that have more crime need to be policed more. Which they do. You well, got fired for that? That's racist now. That's racist for trying to protect <laughs> Kevin, people? Kevin, what do you think? Also, oh, for trying I, to protect people, that's black racist. Black man's perspective. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to see the entire the quote, but he looks like the type of person that probably would say some racist Judging stuff. people by <laughs> the content yeah, of their yeah. skin color. Skin Wrong. The content of their skin color. I was doing a thing, you know. I was doing a thing. <laughs> I was doing a thing. What the thing? I was on a flow. You know, know what that does. Something that makes no sense. Oh, yeah. That's Honestly, the least signature Catherine move. It is. It is hey, absolutely. I told you I've been saying that. doing one of those hyper hyper hallucination dreams again. So hyper Andy, lady, hyper lady Gaga's. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. did he say? Was <laughs> racist? Did you find it, Andy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose I can read the whole thing. Mother, well, well, I might have to fire you. If you right. do, but, yeah. Andy Bernard fired from the show for racist you know comments. Heaven. As long as I get separate. He's reading a quote now. Do you hear what he said? As long as he gets severed, he doesn't care if he gets fired. That's nice. Severed for a really day. Nice. All right, so Duke said there are real legitimate concerns that people have have that have nothing to do with the fact that they're against people with bad skin tone. There's personal accountability issues. There's family structure issues. There's the fact that communities with more violence and more crime need to be policed more so they have higher interactions with the police officers. None of that can be spoken about. It's this person killed this person, and now we burned down the city. And there's a lot of people that are smart enough to realize that there's a more nuanced conversation, but they're not allowed to talk about it. So what you're talking about is, you're like, this is great, we're having a conversation. No, we're not. We're continuing to allow one group to speak and silencing the other one and castigating them. 
That's racist? Yeah. Uh, Super yeah, racist. I probably would have let him keep his job. If you were a manager, you'd not, say, eh. I'm not, I'm not outraged. He it doesn't say, sound very outrageous to no, me. But no. maybe I mean, we're weird. I don't know. When I heard Andy read that, it just struck me as that, yeah, I suppose the Italians are pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Why would anybody be upset by that? What are you reading into that? Because well, no. it talks my, about a, what, a skin tone. What I think they're talking about is is that it it would assign blame. Right. Right. Yeah. Blame for right. what? Well, that's all anyone's doing is assigning blame. Exactly. So. Well, you're you're assigning blame on people that can't do better. They because we haven't let them. We've oppressed them, so they can't do better. Mm. Okay, no way. I found out the real reason he got fired. Why? You know who he was Bro. criticizing when he said that? Who? The NFL. That's why he got fired. Cause not because it's racist. Criticize the NFL. Son of a bitch NFL. Yeah. I've never Since watched an NFL again. Since when can't you criticize the NFL? Oh, my oh, God. They are so disgusting. Yeah. He was the host. Wasn't he the host of, let's see, he was on The Fan, a sports radio yeah. show. Yeah. If I were a public figure of any sort, I would never go anywhere to, like, Anywhere that I would be recorded of anything that I said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, really. Nope. I can't have any of my opinions recorded ever. Yeah. Because then you could just well, get fired for anything. Well, and they twist everything exactly. you say. Mm-hmm. What they really yeah. meant was, I love that one. What yeah. he really so meant was, it's like, lines. um, you're not, you should ask the person that said it before right. you interpret what people are saying. But then they're going to protect themselves. I literally am done with sports. I, I've had it with sports. Soccer. The NFL, the oh, NBA, it's filthy. They are. The NHL is about to go under because is they, it? oh yeah they're they're revenues yeah. because are looking, what really they're, they're I mean, nobody just watches nobody watches it. nobody NHL. watches it. oh really since when uh, hockey was huge until what yesterday five well, years ago it was never huge no because they no? had eh, really. it was like ten years ago they had a season that just got canceled and nobody really oh came. yeah because right. of the yeah. like protest not protest but like, like they, somebody was yeah. some sort of like wage there was like a strike, strike or something. yeah strike yeah and that was their and. The problem you have now is you get, <laughs> nobody watches the NHL. Uh, as far as baseball is concerned, nobody watches that because it takes too long. Every year when they say we're going to speed the games up, they get slower. Right. It's like, I don't know how you did that. We just need to like, take out three innings. They really need to play six innings. That'd be good. Uh, then you got the NBA and the NFL are just pukes that run those two outfits. That Adam Silver looks like Nosferatu. <laughs> he looks like Dracula, for Christ's sake. Scary I looking bastard. think everyone should just watch toddler soccer. There you go. <laughs> like me. Especially I, when they're in their Halloween costumes. We watched the Puppy Bowl last year. Everything would be great. Oh, I love yeah. the Puppy Bowl. Puppy Bowl, toddler soccer, leave the rest. <laughs> That's all you need. And Hobbs was really into the Puppy Bowl. So okay. Andy, he, did, he stared at the TV the whole time. He was like... <laughs> What's going on over there? So, Andy, basically, he didn't say anything racist. It's just the NFL wanted him him out of there. I believe so, yes. Well, that's like... You can't use racist as an argument when it's not racist. Because you're hurting people who actually suffer from racism. And you can also have an opinion. Oh, sorry, I didn't shut it all the way. You can have no. an opinion. No, no. you cannot. <laughs> Only no, if your opinion, opinion matches my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Then not if you're it, allowed not to if have it negatively reflect, reflects on the corporation you work for, then so, you cannot have yeah. an opinion. I think my, we're going to have to all exchange documents with what? each yeah. other. It's like, like what do, do you we, believe so I can mm. agree with everything you say? Yeah. My friend Becky posted something about this woman that started a fashion website. Mm-hmm. She just stepped down from being like the head honcho or whatever. 
and they're changing the name of it and all this stuff for racist and classist behavior. And I was like, what did she do? Oh, my gosh. And it was, she just didn't really hire tons of people of color and... It was very clicky. Tons of people? It was very, yeah. It was very clicky. Yeah. They said the environment was very clicky. I'm like, oh, a white lady that works in fashion being clicky? Shock. Yeah. yeah. Like, Duh. All alerts the media. <laughs> yeah, like, that's all they do. Did she have gay friends? I don't, yeah. That and would be so, shocking as well. So, and she, like, apologized and said that she was going to do better and yada yada. But then, I don't know. And I was like, the article that was posted made it seem like she was, like, shouting mm-hmm. racial right. slurs at someone and, like, Slapping homeless people or something, but it was like slapping homeless people. <laughs> yes, but it's like because that's the thing. People <laughs> that's do. I don't know. It's just that's like the biggest exactly. problem with what's going on right I now know. is there's a difference between being outwardly just like hating someone for right. their skin color, religion. You know, yeah. The term racist, like racist, whatever. and accusing people of being racist, is like just gets thrown out. Yeah, willy nilly. We've been like, talking yeah. about this for five years. That it's been overused so much that it's going to become meaningless. It doesn't mean yeah. anything anymore. Well, it does. It doesn't. It's like Sad. there's such a range of no. what it actually yeah. is. It's just I don't like you, so I'm going to call you that, and then everybody can pile on the hate. You know, mm-hmm. Kevin's like, been doing that for seven it's years. Just, I mean, yep. It's unbelievable. To me, I, th- I, th- I think it's detrimental <laughs> to to black people. Oh yeah, like well, don't not, you? Because now it's like, especially when if you call somebody like racist, and it's like clearly not a situation where it applies, then they'll be like, "Yep, you got me. Yeah, I'm racist. Like, move on with your uh, day. Yeah. Like, I'm over it." Yeah. Well, again, I mean, it ruined my voiceover career. The Star Tribune calling me that all those years ago destroyed my voiceover career. So, what's the difference between treating me like that and somebody I grew up with? Well, you know, I, I, like we were talking about, hate is hate. It's true. Being unfair is being unfair. Mm. Doesn't matter who you're being unfair to. I'm here to tell you, though, this is not about skin color. It's about poor people. It always has been about poor people. And it used to be that a black man could easily be identified as a poor person. Not anymore, but it used to be that way. It's all about being poor. Uh, It's got nothing to do with skin color. Well, it's really difficult because, like, Dan and I had an interesting conversation last night about Amy Coney Barrett. And he was like, what if it was, like, a really strong religious Muslim woman? Like, would people still be freaking out about her being religious? Like, what if no, it was somebody course, that no, was... Not. Well, they'd look at be, Omar. They'd mm-hmm. be super pumped about a yeah. Muslim woman being on the Supreme Court, probably. Well, but it's like, yep. they... I don't know. It's like the Girl Scout it's, thing. They, congr- Scout they, thing. they posted something online about how mm. girls should be so proud that there were... How many female... <clears throat> Five. Have there been okay? There've been five. And they yeah. and they listed Amy. Amy. Yeah. It's the new one. Yeah. Con, Coney Barrett. Amy. Okay. Amy. Amy. ACB. That's all Barrett. ACB. Amy. Yeah. How about um, Amy Barrett? Good uh, name. Anyway, and um, groups of women just they piled on they them did. and went yep. berserk about the fact that they would say something about this handmaiden and how she's yeah. so horrible for girls and what a terrible example she is <laughs> and oh my god and girl scouts caved of course they and did. removed they the they post in, yeah. it's like she's still a supreme court right. justice who's a female whether you like her religion and she's a wonderful mother and what happened the family to freedom adopted of religion? two children they're taking know. care of the children are just happy as large and maybe she is a handmaiden who can still be fair 
I mean, well, that's I my guy. Yeah, I had a conversation with somebody on Instagram because she posted something about how Amy Coney Barrett is going to take away all these rights, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, number one, she's not the supreme ruler of the United States. No. Right. It's not like it's she's going to get a sign. People think she's... she got elected to God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like she's going to sit in a chair and be like, no one can ever have an yeah. abortion. She's now the pope. She's the pope, now, she's the the pope now of the Supreme yeah. Court. She's yeah. the pope she's of the, America. The pope, the president, and everything <laughs> wrapped into one. Yes. And I'm like, there are nine of them. Like, there's... Right. There's a lot of people that decide what is and isn't yes. gonna fly. And also, it. I was like, there's a the point of a Supreme Court justice isn't saying I don't like this. No. It's deciding if something is unconstitutional mm-hmm. or not. Right. There's a difference. Right. We got to take a break. Come back with a second hour, and I'm gonna ask Tevin a couple of questions about something. Because he's black, you racist. Mm-hmm. Only because he's just alive. He the entire <laughs> time that I'm <laughs> featured heavily in this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 as good as I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> you know the chicken thing. 